way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put my hope in God's Word. And it all starts with you trusting Jesus and be ready for His coming. You know, the first church lives, they believe in the imminent return of Christ. Welcome to Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. I'm Doug McAllister for Journey Fellowship Church. And today we're going to get into some controversial topics Joining me today is Pastor Ken and Pastor Al, and we're going to be discussing the phrase that is all the rage right now in America, and that is, trust the science. I thought we'd open a can of worms today, Ken and Al. Let's talk about some things that were once scientifically proven that are no longer accepted. Maybe even wander a little deeper into uh, conspiracy theory than is safe and just talk about how people put their faith in things that usually come to pass or not come to pass and get, you know, sidetracked along the way. So as a believer, I firmly put my faith in God's word. Everything else I verify. And science right now, you know, is being treated as theology, you know, and uh, we just came through the pandemic. Uh, we hear climate change every day. So Ken and Al and I have uh, collected some stories from the last few years that were once scientifically accepted that are no longer accepted, just to prove the point that you can't always trust the science, but you can always trust God's word. Amen. So that's talk about a few things that um, we've learned along the way and we can we can launch out with uh, the pandemic or we can go with climate change which one y'all want to hang out with first follow your lead all right how about you Whatever you got a favorite one all right well let's talk about climate change it's one of my favorite topics because every time I watch a story online or read I always talk back to the guys talking that's not true you're lying for example uh, climate change um, is supposed to be creating super hurricane, hurricanes. Every year, they're going to get more and more intense, except this year. So what's the latest stat, uh, stats on the hurricane uh, in in the world? There's, how many days has it been since there's been a major hurricane? Oh, no, well, we had a couple. So, But we're at, I think we're on storm number six. I think if, if we have another storm, it'll yeah. be number six is all versus... And none of yeah. them have made landfall. None of them have no. become category threes or fours. or None of them certainly are not super hurricanes. Right. Yeah. You know? I read this morning, there's an article that said, why are the uh, why is the Atlantic so eerily quiet because that's what you have to you know you have to say that because you yeah. have to make it like that's the anomaly yeah when it's quiet because right? it's probably climate change causing it to be quiet right no exactly remember we used to we didn't call it climate change we called it what weather no we called yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah way back we used another to call it day but, but then we said the earth was warming and yeah. then when you found out or it was cooling or something you know whatever well it was? in the 70s when in school it was global cooling yeah that's it and was. they were predicting yeah. a new ice age by the year right. 2000 Every, yeah everything was a cool off. My science teacher in fifth grade, every semester, she, he would drive home. We are going to have a new ice age by two. Right. I was scared to death. Right, exactly. I lived my life. We only got 25 years to live. I don't have enough jackets. I know, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not ready for the ice age. I live in Louisiana. 
yeah. But then when that didn't happen, they switched it over to global warming. Global warming, and now yeah. it's just. And then because some places are doing all different type of things are happening. Yeah. Now they just say climate change. Yeah. So any kind of change is well, proof it's, it's that yeah, yeah that the climate's changing. Which yeah, and it's interesting that the only way to defeat climate change is to tax us. Yeah. All well, right. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> needs to pay. It's gonna yeah. fix it. Yeah. Uh, if you pay more taxes, we could probably get rid of climate change. So I picked up. Here's a couple of things. You know, Al Gore. Uh, our president, not only our vice president back in uh, the 90s, not only did he invent the internet, but he also made some bold <laughs> predictions. Right. Al Gore is a prophet. So here's a, here's a couple of things that Al Gore predicted about global warming uh, in his book. Um, what was it called? The um, uh, uh, Inconvenient Truth, yeah, yeah. something like that. So he predicted several things that was going to happen. And let me pull up this list because... I think you know it bears talking about. Well, here's the first one. Al Gore prophesied that the polar ice cap would completely disappear by the year 2020. Yeah, that's you, a, what year are we in right now? I forget. Uh, I think it's uh, 2022. Oh man! And the ice cap is bigger now than it's ever been. So he missed that prophecy. It's an inconvenient truth. Probably don't want to talk about that. He also predicted that Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa would be completely ice-free by the year 2000. Has more ice on it now than ever. And he predicted polar bears will be extinct. <laughs> what does he have against polar bears? I don't know. Extinct by the year 2013. The polar bear population is thriving bigger than ever. And look, he has a whole list in his book. He missed them all. But it hasn't stopped him from being a world climate change celebrity. And in the process, he became a billionaire. All right. And he gets to jet around in his private jets, yeah. polluting the atmosphere because he goes around talking about how we, you know, the little people should set our, you know, thermostats warmer and, you know. Park our pickup yeah, trucks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Stop eating beef. Right. Yeah, you can tell he yeah. eats a lot of beef. Yeah, yeah. He's gigantic. I, I think yeah. part of the thing, I don't I think any of us are against science necessarily. Uh, we're all, you know, we all believe in science. It's not like we're, you know, we're saying science doesn't exist, and if you believe in science, you're crazy. That's not right. what we're saying. No. But as these people use so, semi-proven things as... And with their agenda to control people, then it becomes, then that's where I think it rubs most people yeah. wrong. Yes, the manipulation of data, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, to fit your agenda, and then people buy in lock, stock, and barrel to yeah. whatever it is that's being propagated. So it, it's very cultish, if yeah. you, if you will. It's it's very much um, like if you're not, in, and that's this whole idea, this whole wokeism movement that's taking place right now. All of these things are kind of. You know, they all kind of fit into the the same yeah. little category. It's like there. the it's like the doctrine of the new church. You know, secular humanism now has its own theology and its science, and they just use the details to say whatever they want to say and prove this is this is science. You must trust the science. Right. You so, know. So, like you said, obviously we believe in science. But, you know, global change, warming is definitely happening because if you look at these studies right here, this is coming from BBC. It says that Canada is warming twice as fast as the rest of the world. And that's from the BBC. Wow, that's... 
But I mean, Scary. popular science says that Australia is heating up faster than the rest of the world. Did they discuss that with the BBC? No. Yeah. But <laughs> physics.org, they say the South Pole is warming three times faster <laughs> than the rest of the world. Wow. And over here, it says New England is warming up faster than the rest of the world. Here, it's Israel is warming almost twice as fast as the rest of the world. China is heating up twice as fast as the rest of the world. In Focus Magazine, they say that Africa is warming more faster than the rest of the world. So obviously, there's some really serious... <laughs> warming taking place here everybody every country's trying to outdo one yeah. another with the warming process we're the hottest here. country right <laughs> we're the, yeah and, and what the the fact of the matter is the earth has not warmed at all in the last 15 years yeah. it has not increased not even a fraction of a degree yeah. in almost 20 years now and they're saying they're calling it a pause this is a pause on global warming yeah but again, people are still... Yeah, it's just a manipulation yeah. of data. It's, yeah. it's all... I, I believe in the process of, of observing things and proposing Absolutely. a hypothesis as to what's going on and trying to figure right. out some, some logical conclusions to what's going on in the world around us. I think yeah. there's, there's a lot of value in it, obviously. Yeah, I think science and theology can, uh, can coexist because they're asking two different questions. You know, theology is asking, who is God and how can I know him? While science is asking asking, what did God make and how does it work? Those are two really good pursuits of study. But when you promote science over theology, I think you get into some real thin ice well, because... They turn science into a theology. Yeah, they turn it, science yeah. into its own religion. And, and, you know, and the creator of modern science was Sir Isaac Newton, who was a devout believer. He, he, right. he basically created what is now science, you know, or at least a modern-day study of. You know, and he was a devout Christian who also was trying to answer the question, what did God make and how does it work? Right. You know, but now we, we have the secular humanist religion of science as their doctrine. And why are all the secular humanists humanist evangelist like Al Gore and um, Leonardo DiCaprio and, um, you know, the guy from Microsoft. What's the Microsoft guy's Bill name? Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates. All these people who are, who are promoting climate change fly around on private jets and sail in private yachts and live in billion-dollar mansions and preaching to you and I who drive a pickup truck and live in a normal house. You got to cut back. No, maybe you should park your plane, move into a house trailer, and then talk to me about climate change because I really don't believe that you're serious because you're still living like it's not real. Right. If it was real, maybe you should lead the way, but, you know, there's billions to be made. Yeah. There's taxes to be raised, you know, so I doubt the science. You know, and I trust God's word. I don't think the world's going to end until Jesus comes back. I'm putting my faith in the second coming, not in climate change. Yeah. Can you help me preach that? <laughs> we got a whole list of good stuff to get into. Only got a few minutes to talk about it all, so we're going to cruise through some of them. Uh, I will never trust the uh, Center for Disease Control again, and I'm, I'm probably going to get uh, banned from the internet for saying that because they politicize this. This virus in the last two years, uh, you know, which was a literal virus that swept around the world, but they turned it into a political reason to lock down people out into their homes, out of their churches, out of their businesses. And literally, they made a political power grab using the science the CDC put out. And now... Uh, after going through all those lockdowns and mandates and vaccine requirements and travel bans and all the other stuff that we had to live through for two years, you couldn't visit your family in the hospital. You couldn't go to your uh, to the birth of your grandchildren to be there for your for your family. You couldn't have funerals or weddings. All of those things that dis disrupted our life. Now the CDC is saying uh, it's safe once again to uh, resume normal life. 
you know, just use common sense and, you know, wash your hands and uh, all the stuff. Like, okay, that worked all along anyway. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's, again, it, it comes down to who has the power and how they want to interpret the results yeah. and, you know, and then, and then use their position to make other people either cow down or bow down or, you know, walk a certain road. And yeah, and it all just got convoluted. And so it's, again, and not that we're against the science. The problem was the science was so rushed in the whole process that no manipulated too. Yeah. So, it was rushed, but I think they used data that was skewed or even uh, altered right. because I don't trust that that what they said was true. So I don't think that this is again. I think it's a it's not just like two or three people or even ten people in a room who are manipulating everything for the whole world. I don't I don't see that. No. But what I do see is I think this is a very demonic spirit that is kind of making this whole wokeism movement very very um, cultish, if yeah. you will. Uh, so if you look to some of the, the things that the CDC and other the World Health Organization, some of the things that they told us to do at the beginning of the pandemic, right. and you lay that out over a, 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 a period of time, and you look at all the things they told us to do, like the first 10 to 12 things over the course of a year that they told us to do, literally, if we would have done the opposite of what they told us to do, we would have been better than what they told us. Right. Because they didn't even uh, so 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 when you start looking at statistics and probabilities, and you start trying to figure out, like, okay, if one thing was off and I did the op like you were wrong here yeah oh wait a minute you was wrong here yeah. if I did the opposite of what you told me to do here right. and the opposite of what you told me to do here over 10 or 12 times you begin to realize like wait a minute they don't know what they're something about. ain't really adding right. up it doesn't yeah. it seems impossible that this would all just be an accident yeah you know this all the statistics begin to point to somebody had an agenda that they were trying to push through yeah. here. And you start looking, you see the, the headlines from all those different newspapers that I quoted just a moment ago. Yeah. You know, this country is warming up faster. It's There is definitely seems to be this narrative that gets pushed. Yeah. Somebody's uh, sending out talking points. The Great yeah. Reset. Yeah. Everybody starts talking about the Great Reset. Everybody is indoors now. Everybody is, is uh, isolated and quarantined from one another. And this right. phrase starts circulating in, in the yeah. community. You know, where does this stuff come from? Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me, I, I see it as a deeply spiritual thing, that a deeply demonic thing, if yeah. you will, that it isn't just a, a fluke. It isn't just an, an accident. Yeah. But there, there is this opportunity that the enemy takes to try and lead God's people away from the truth, to spread fear, to, to spread confusion, and by any means necessary. And people who are, are, are you know unenlightened by the spirit of god if you will who lack that that discernment we we give into fear and we buy into that lie i think you know and again people are, everybody's going to make their own decision i think back when the black, the black peg came out back at the time of luther when luther martin luther the reformer was there uh was on the scene they had a plague that kind of swept through where he you know where he was in germany and all those places um and a lot of people ran for the hills they ran from the plague and he made the decision I'm going to stay. He did. Because he believed. We read that story when we were making our yeah. decision. Remember? Yeah, and he believed that he should stay because he felt that he was a part of the process of helping the people. And it, and whether he got the plague or not, right. it was going to be totally up to the chance that he right. would take, but he believed that the chance 
that he just knew his life was going to count for a different purpose from the common yeah. idea he that said he felt every responsible show. for the church to right. take care of them, yeah. not to protect his health. Right. <laughs> and so I don't mind. So yeah, so maybe we should say we don't mind that anybody take the vaccine. We, we you know probably half of our church or more than half of our church has, has been vaccinated. Absolutely. And if so, you take it, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. We have. Or no if you problem. don't take it, I'm fine. Right. Exactly. So it's not like we're trying to make the people that were vaccinated the bad. The bad. No. They're not. We're no. all trying to figure out what's the best thing in our. Pro- and I think that's where we come to the point where. So who are you going to trust? Yeah. And in but even. Trusting in whatever side you're on comes with consequences. So uh, you trust in the vaccine and it helps you, then you know you, you live. Great. You, tr- you don't trust in the vaccine and you get the COVID, then maybe you die. But yeah. again, it's who you're going to put your trust in. And, and, and I think you know everything comes with, um, I say risk, everything comes with consequences. So <laughs> trusting in Jesus yeah. Christ as a follower of Christ means I renounce the world and its yeah. ways and its d- direction that it's going. Yeah. But the byproduct of that is... There may be persecution. There may be people talk bad about you, right. treat you differently. I mean, we see that in all these different areas. You know, the whole wokeism that Al was talking about, the whole new genderism, and all the different things that yeah. are coming up. You, you know, you go against the culture in so many different ways, and you're going to face a persecution. That's a great segue. You know, the rage now is that there are more than two genders. Yeah. You know, and scientists, a Supreme Court justice sat before a Senate confirmation committee and was unable to define what a woman is, and she was a woman. Yeah. This woman has a doctorate. She's one of the smartest people in America, and she was unable to define what a woman is, and it's all across the government now. People just refuse. You know, trust the science goes out the window the moment it's no longer politically convenient. So now the science is, well, there's, you know, it's under debate of what a man is. Well, the science I understand, I learned in fourth grade biology, XX and XY, there are two genders. And the only variation of that is considered a birth defect. When a person's born with, you know, uh, un- a third chromosome, yeah, or, yeah. A, a unformed um, uh, sexual um, right. reproductive or- organs. So I think that's, you know, we're taking that, you know, one uh, tenth of one percent of all births and now extrapolating into a whole range of 57 different new genders. Right. You know, so now we got to trust that science, which we all know is not science. Yeah. That, that's the problem. It's like, it's people, certain people want to change science. You know, and it's again, you know, it becomes, we've, we've talked about this different times. They've taken words that meant something or meant one thing and now have thrown out those definitions or changed the definition. Right. And now we're in, a, we're in chaos again because yeah. now they're saying, well, the science may be there's an XY chromosome and an XX chromosome, but psychologically people are identifying and so. So we must we must give credence to what psychologically they you, you know what I'm saying and then mm-hmm. when they say uh, four and five and six year old kids whose minds are developing who may you, you know every little boy wanted to play with dolls I played with dolls when I was four and five years old we Sissy. called them we called them GI Joes yeah you know what I'm saying they yeah, were still dolls they, yeah they were dolls but yeah. but now to, to extrapolate a whole different gender off of a behavior that every little child is going to play make believe and what's frightening or is five year old children are having physical surgery removing their testicles uh, removing their ovaries cutting off their breast yeah this Having is one hormone th- therapy this was yeah, once just... considered a crime right it is now a crime. it's considered ger- uh, gender affirming care yeah you know and and the whole world is just like you got to go with it or you'll get canceled off social media you're you're done if you have any you know disagreement with the new science of gender right uh, then you're you're outside of the mainstream well yeah. you know yeah. that's a uh, trust to science 
Exactly. And that's yeah. the problem is it's not science. Yeah. It's it's just it's just not. It's right. just people it's again bending yeah. the yeah, bending f- different things yeah. for their own surf, you know, was, their own purposes. I was reading something yesterday of uh this idea of being able to change the the terms and the definitions of words and um somebody had mentioned, you know, that's one of the reasons why they love the print dictionaries and print encyclopedias so much because it's so much harder yeah. to actually go in and, and change something that's so much more of a process yeah. as opposed to something like say Wikipedia where you can anybody can go on and, and submit something. Right. So I started looking into that on Wikipedia a little bit and I found out that um, there's one person who was responsible for a third of the information on Wikipedia. Wow. A third. He's he's considered. He oh, was wow. voted by Time Magazine to be one of the twenty five most influential people in America. I never heard of this guy before. Yeah. So he's right up there with Donald Trump. He's right up there like with these yeah. mega named people. And I'm like, gosh, who is this guy? And I looked into him. He still lives at home with his parents. I'm not making this up. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> he's he's a he's a forty five fifty year old man still lives at home with his parents, and he's responsible for a third of the information on Wikipedia. Now to give him some credit. Um, a lot of it is really valuable, good historical stuff. Um, but uh, some of the other stuff that's on there is like, man, what gives you the authority yeah. to go in and say that? Like, you can't even buy your own house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have your own place, dude. Still in your underwear in your parents' basement. Yeah, I mean, he, no, I really don't want to paint him in that light. Oh, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> he, is a, he is a smart guy. He is a very intelligent, smart they guy. Buy a house. However, I mean, you can't, it, it's, it's, it's very weird. When yeah. somebody uses Wikipedia as a source, I immediately discount it. Yeah. Because it's it's and user the generated. And, yeah. <coughs> Most articles say cite uh, needed. You have right. to they don't even cite the subject. You know, they don't they're the source anymore. Yeah. It says, you know, uh, you know, Person A is really good. Person B is really bad, depending on who's writing the article. Right. And who can write the article? Well, people who have access to Wikipedia, not everybody is allowed to rewrite. You know, I read a story about one guy who was trying to update his own bio- biography on Wikipedia, <laughs> and he was blocked because he didn't have a good source. Right. He said, it's me. I'm the source. <laughs> yeah. I, I lived it. <laughs> yeah. I am the source. No, you're not allowed to do that. You can't say your story. Right. Yeah. Well, we've we got a few minutes left. Let's wrap it up. You guys got a couple uh, lighthearted ones? Anything fun you want to talk about? about yeah I, i'll give you a kind of a, a whole list of, of just different things that science you know that we've always heard maybe the things that we've always heard and we always believed this the, the science of it but it's they were just unproven like if you because i went to new york the idea is you go to the top of the empire state building you throw a penny off and you can really hurt somebody, kill somebody. Yeah, yeah kill somebody that's, that's, the, that's what we've all we've all yeah. and i went to new york with a pocket full of pennies hey let's go we got to go to the top. no well you just wanted to see <laughs> we didn't really know if it was true, but no it, it's impossible we were confessing yeah. to crime yeah, yeah exactly oh, well. so so really, the penny, the penny travels about fifty miles an hour, and it, it may leave a bruise, but it's not going to. It's probably not going to kill anybody. So I got to take yeah. that off my list. Yeah. So that uh, swimming, waiting a half hour after you eat, that's that's debunked. Wait, my mama told me I can go. Swim. Yeah. How many of us yeah, Why lost out? How many hours wait? of uh, swim time because sit on the pool, just, out of the pool yeah. until your food yeah. digests. Those things. Uh, in the 1800s, before the invention of the train, uh, they really thought that if a human being traveled over 30 miles an hour, the rush of air coming into their mouth and nose would actually explode their lungs and you would die. So you can't go over 30 miles an hour. I mean, it seems logical, I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. can understand why they would think that. Yeah. Well, if you've ever if you grew up in the, in the back south, of a truck, in the back of a pickup yeah, exactly. truck, you feel like you're dying you, the whole time. Yeah, right? you, if yeah. you get thrown out of a truck at 30 miles an yeah, hour, you may die. Dead. But, and yeah. you can't breathe. Yeah. yeah. So there's just a lot of those little things that we've we've always taken as truth because people yeah. say them over and over. And you're like, sounds sounds plausible. Yeah. And they're just not. It's just not science. Yeah. It's not true. So. Yeah. So trust the science. Well, uh, I think uh, you don't wrap it up. You have a, a lighthearted anything fun no, you want to say? Right, one of my favorites from the 70s. Uh, that, do you remember the killer bees yeah. that was coming to America? Uh, my mom was scared to death of the killer bees because it was in the news. Like Walter Concrete every afternoon, well, the killer bees are now crossing over central Mexico. <laughs> They'll be here in seven months. My mom was like, oh my God, we got to move. They'll be in Texas. And then, uh, you know, it's like she was tracking them like a hurricane, you know? Yeah. Uh, they'll be here by 19, I think it's 1979, 1980, the killer bees are going to arrive in America. It was all it, the buzz, huh? It would destroy <laughs> life as we know. It was the buzz. Yeah, right. You know what happened? The bees never showed up. Yeah, yeah, it was all, yeah. Never showed up. They, they showed up, but they were never the menace. They just kind of adapted into right. the environment, and now they're just bees. Yeah, we had what they try to scare us with the murder hornets a couple of years. Oh, so I know, ago. right? Yeah, I forgot about the murder. That was recent. Yeah, yeah, like a year and a half, two years ago. The murder hornets were coming. So yeah, there's always something yeah. along the. Yeah. <laughs> well, remember Y2K. Yeah, yeah, Y2K, yeah. It was going to be the end of the world. Right. We all stood up. We all stayed awake till yeah. you know, 1201. <laughs> because the moment it spins yeah. over, all these computers are going yeah, to die. Yeah, exactly. You lose all your money and your investments. Your bank account's going to go dry. Yeah. All of your stuff that you have saved online, done. We're gone. It's over. Right. Yeah. Other than nothing happened. Right. It yeah. was just like, click, and like, okay, we're all still here. <laughs> yeah. So trust the science. So if you can't trust the science, what can you trust? Yeah, trust Jesus. Amen. Yeah, and I think that's probably the enemy's plan is to get people so focused on the fear of this world that we forget that there is a rock. Yeah. There is a source of truth. There is a God in heaven who wrote a book for us. It's called the Bible. It's the word of God. Put your faith in God's word. Mm-hmm. Doubt men, you know, I think one of the writers said, uh, let God be truth and every human a liar. Yeah, that's basically the truth. We're all capable of lying. God is not. God's word is truth. I was listening to the audio Bible this morning while I was exercising and uh, somewhere one of, I think it was maybe Luke eight, nine or 10, somewhere in that ballpark. But, um, very quick phrase I heard that we were all familiar with. Wisdom is justified by her children. Hmm. And um, and it's just that idea of hey let, let's let's wait a little while yeah. <laughs> let's see how this thing manifests right. let's see what happens here let's see how this um, grows and develops before I put all my eggs in this basket because the president says so or the CDC says so or whoever says so yeah let me just wisdom says let me see how this thing grows and what right. it turns into and then I'll, I'll I'm not going to jump right into to every single yeah. thing I see propagated on the, the news wise. yeah. Let's be wise, and I think that's a great way to end it. You know, we can all be moved by our fear, or we can choose to stand in our faith. And I want to encourage you to be a person of faith, to devote yourself as a fully devoted follower of Jesus, and be a student of the Bible. What is, what's God's Word say? You know, because when the next pandemic comes along, whatever it may be, or the next killer bee, or murder hornet, or 
are the next, uh, you know, um, that is tragedy. a cool name though. You got a murder hornet boy. That may be the most scary That's a good name guy. ever created. Look, yeah. if I was going to have intent, if yeah. I was, if I was starting my own high school, yeah. that would be the mask. Yeah. We're going to be the murder hornet. Y'all. Yeah. The all Benny murder hornets. Yeah. What a great logo. You know, like, we're going to be the murder hornets. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, and as we wrap it up, I was I was going to close with uh, the thought about climate change. You know, um, climate change is real because the climate's been changing for thousands of years. It's called the weather, you know, and, you know, the enemy would like to take our mind off what God is doing in the end times and put it on what the enemy is doing in the end times. And God's word gives us promises. A couple of things that we know is going to happen. One, Jesus Christ is coming back mm-hmm. to get his church. Put your hope in that. We also know there'll be a thousand years of peace on the earth. Right after the great tribulation, there'll be a thousand years of peace. After the thousand years of peace, there'll be the great white throne judgment, followed by the new heavens and the new earth. Those are some predictions the Bible makes. They're pretty outlandish. They're, yeah. That's pretty extreme. God's going to build a whole new heaven and a whole new earth, new universe coming this way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put my hope in God's word. And it all starts with you trusting Jesus and be ready for his coming. You know, the first church lived, they believed in the imminent return of Christ. And it kept them living holy and prepared lives. So if we'd focus on that, that Jesus is coming, maybe it's going to be today, maybe tomorrow, but he's coming soon. And let's live our life according to God's word and not the fear of this world. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? No, I think that's a good you? place to close. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for watching us, man. This is a great day. We had a great time. We may do this again in a couple of weeks. Obviously we got so much stuff. I got 19 others. I didn't even get to. So we have a lot more stuff we can talk about. Uh, but we thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today uh, for journey fellowship church. I'm Doug McAllister. If you live on the North shore, come visit us here at journey. We're in Slaudel, Louisiana. Uh, you can get driving directions from jf.church or download the Journey app. Go to your app store, type in Journey Fellowship Church, download the app. It is loaded with resources and uh, past sermons, small groups, and driving directions. We have two Sunday experiences, 8.30 and 10 o'clock. If you don't live in driving distance, join us online. The online campus is up and powerful every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Join us live at jf.church or on the Journey app. For Doug McAllister, I'm Journey... (laughs) For Journey Fellowship Church, I'm Doug McAllister, and this has been Stories I Didn't Tell Last Sunday. See you next time.